and welcome. And welcome to Reverend Don Lewis's Zooming with Reverend Don Lewis, where he's going to talk to the latest uh, leaders of the pagan community. And today he's talking with the team behind the Corellian Times. And now we hand it over to the host, Reverend Don Lewis. Hello, this is Reverend Don Lewis coming to you from beautiful Florida. And today we're speaking with the, uh, the editorial staff of the Corellian Times. And uh, if you're not familiar with the Corellian Times, it is a lovely magazine uh, that goes out once a month in a number of different languages. And I'd like to bring on, <clears throat> pardon me, I would like to bring on the executive editor, the Reverend Stacy Blair. Hello. Welcome, Reverend Stacy. How are you today? Very good. How are you? I am very good. A little better with another sip of coffee, too. Oh, of course. Smooth the throat a little bit. So you are the executive editor of the Corellian Times, and you've been doing this for, for a number of months now. And I was hoping you could tell us a little bit about the magazine, how you came to start it, um, perhaps a little bit about its past, and where it's going in the future. The Corellian Times is published on the first of every month, and it is wonderful collaboration between a number of people and we're always looking for more volunteers to write articles of course it started in november and we were tossing around the idea of bringing forth a paper that kind of tied all the different facebook sites together and different websites together all in one place so we looked into it i know lady windy had a wonderful publication and it had been dormant um, since her passing and so we decided to approach Lord Don and Lord Ed and ask for permission to bring back in her honor the Corellian Times. You've done a wonderful job with it. Oh, thank you. And um, in acting as editor could you tell us a little, a little bit about how you put it together, how, how, how you've drawn um, different, different uh, languages, different people into it? Uh, we basically reach out to people that we have come in contact with through the tradition. Uh, it's been a lot easier now that everyone's on Zoom and we get to see each other face to face. We get to know our wonderful backgrounds and our strengths. And we reach out to those people, see if they're interested in collaborating with us. And if they just want to write an article every month, you know, one article a month, it's due by the 15th of every month. And we just send out gentle reminders, just, you know, letting them know when that deadline is. There are some people who have difficulty meeting the deadline. <laughs> <laughs> there are, but we make exceptions for those. <laughs> We have a number, a number of members of, of the editorial staff with us today, and uh, would you like to introduce them for us? Oh, sure. Um, first of all, I'd like to say that Corellian Times would not be what it is without these wonderful people devoting their time and energy to this paper. So a paper is only as good as the people standing behind it. So we are going to start with my senior staff members are Melinda Whiteley and Pamela Griffith and Ebony Nash. And then we also have our wonderful Dutch translation, Lilith. 
wonderful. So um, I was wondering if each of you would like to take a moment to talk about your relationship with the magazine and, uh, and, 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 and um, where you hope to see it go in the future. Melinda, Reverend Melinda, would you like to go first? Yes. Hello. Um, I write the Scouts article every month for Crystal Cavaliers, which I co-lead with Lady Angela Munn. And so I'll write an article for that, but I also will um, write an, you know, any other article that might need to be done or if there's a special that month or a holiday or, you know, something that we want to write about, I might throw in another article, which we, we all do. <laughs> um, but I also, my, part of my job is I do the banner at the top every month. So I put the sigils on, I pick the pictures, we collaborate and figure out what colors we want for the month. And I, I do that part of it. Um, and I'll also go in and fill in the pictures. Um, so I, I do a lot of that. And then I also, toward the end, um, recently with help of others, <laughs> get help with converting to PDF and getting it ready for release. So the uh, the Corellian Times is very photo and art intensive, I, I would say. So I, ima I imagine that can be uh, can be difficult at moments um, in terms of size and so forth. But I think it's an important thing to do. Um, is there anything you'd like to say about the visual aspect that you haven't already said? I, I like, well, when I go in, for example, every month and I'm thinking of a picture or I'll read over the articles and see kind of like what the context is. And so I'll try to find a picture to fit that. Um, and it's really fun. I go to the order of photographers led by Reverend Kyle. And if I don't find anything there or if I don't obtain permission in enough time, I do, I did find a really lovely public domain website where photographers donate pictures copyright free and so that's actually where i get a lot of that but um but we also get people like ebony has a lot of beautiful pictures and reverend corey and so i'll i'll put some of those in as well very cool and uh reverend reverend pamela maxwell griffith can we come to you next most certainly lord don so, so can you tell us about your experiences with Corellian Times? Corellian Times, way back when um, Lady Wendy had it, I believe I wrote an article or two, but that was quite some time ago. I was approached to give a hand. Um, I tend to be a little bit of a prolific writer because I just have so much to say. Um, <laughs> so I do tend to write a few of the articles. Mine's the Crohn's Corner um, and Red Tent, and I've been helping out with health, mental health, and uh, the apothecary. Um, it's a lot of fun. And I really, really enjoy putting it together. We do try to get that deadline in stone, which the stones kind of move occasionally. Um, most of the time, it's that then as a senior editing staff, I get to jump in and just go in grammatics, um, punctuation, making sure things are flowing correctly. Because sometimes when you're writing, I know we all do it, we get in the thought and you're working on that thought and you're like English kind of goes away. 
and you bring it <laughs> and other things appear. So it's kind of that little bit of help that I like to give the paper. And it happens with all of us because we just get so involved with what you're writing. We're it's all indeed. very, very, very passionate about it. And sometimes we're a little too passionate. Um, but like all creative people, we finally come together in the end. Um, just going over the articles and seeing some of the wonderful things that are happening in the tradition. I've been with the tradition a long time, and it really helps when you can find everything in one spot. I'll be the very first one to tell you um, that sometimes even I get confused in figuring out where I'm going on the sites and, and looking at different things where the Times gives us an upcoming what's going on. This is to look for. This is to watch. If there are orders coming out all the time, so this is another place where you can actually find out what the orders are, who's in them, and what they're doing so that you kind of get an idea. I can't believe anybody who is not who is Corellian not being able to find something of interest in the paper. And by that way, just sharing parts of what's going on. Um, and I'm going to plug Stacy again and say how wonderful it is to work for her. Um, she's very, I've worked, um, I've worked professionally at a writing so it's really nice to have someone who understands that sometimes you might need that extra 10 minutes to get that thought together. Um, also, she is extremely patient with any questions we have. Um, and it's just a joy to work with a group of people that are so passionate and dedicated. Um, you wouldn't believe we were all volunteers. You think we were all getting paid for it. Um, we do a wonderful job. It comes together and it is so beautiful to see when it comes out. And the fact that we're in, and I'm not going to lie, I can't even remember how many languages we're in. <laughs> it, to me, 20 years ago, we were lucky we had four pages and in English. And now we've got 40 to 50 pages. And it's in, I don't even know how many languages. And it's just, you sit back and you go, wow, 20 years ago, we were lucky to get, you know, two writers. Now we have staffs and we have languages and it's just, it, in 10 years from now, I see this coming out like the New York Times. Very cool. So um, I want to go back to Reverend Stacy for just a moment. And uh, Reverend Pamela was just talking about the number of languages the magazine comes out in. What is the actual number of languages? Right now, because of other obligations, we are just coming out in Dutch and Spanish. But mm -hmm. uh, we're hoping by the end of summer, we are working on German, bringing back the Philippine paper, um, Greek, and possibly an Arabic paper. Oh, wonderful. That, that, that's amazing. How, how do you find working with all the different translators? I absolutely love it. I learned so much from them. It's amazing. Um, just the different cultures and different experiences that they bring to the table. It's such a joy to work with them. Wonderful. Well, let us move on now to the Reverend Sir Ebony Nash. Well, hello. hello, Ebony. How are Hi, you today? I'm good, <laughs> how are you? I'm very good, thank you. So can you tell us a little bit about, about your experiences with Corellian Times? Well, I had probably read a couple of them back when Lady Wendy was still around and I enjoyed it and then kind of lost track of the newsletter until uh, we started this project last uh, year in November. Uh, I personally am the uh, 
editor for the music section. And I also handle some of the PR for the paper as well. Um, I have had so much fun writing about music. I, I just, I am just so excited and I hope everyone is enjoying it. And, uh, you know, just, you don't have to be um, an expert in anything to, to be able to write passionately about things. And that's one thing that I've really noticed about all of our writers is how passionate and how uh, very genuine that love of what they're talking about comes through. And it's just really fun to see how everybody evolves as we get as it gets easier to do. And, um, and we'll get a few more additions under our belt. So I'm excited to see where things go. Yes, indeed. Now, I have to say that I am not aware of any other regular column on music in the pagan world. I'm, I'm sure there are other people who have written about music, but I don't know that anyone's doing it on a, month, on a monthly basis other than yourself. Uh, certainly, if anyone is, they can tell us. <laughs> but well, I think that's a wonderful thing. Um, wow. How, how do you see... <laughs> How do you see the role of music in the pagan world? I see the role of music as a very limitless magical tool that I don't think people, they realize but don't quite realize just how powerful it is. I think the way that we use a wand or an athame, you can use music in a very similar way and that's part of what um, I love about it so much is because you can, not only can you find a song to use as an, as an intention for, a, you know, a spell working or energy work, but you can also write music intentionally to do said thing. And that's just what I love to do. So I'm hoping, you know, that I can inspire others to, to do that more and use music in a more magical way than, you know, we might realize. Wonderful. And now, Reverend Lilith, may we come to you? Yes, you may. And it, it's wonderful to see you. I had the great pleasure of meeting you in person many years ago. At the UK illustration. Yes. yes. So uh, you do the, the Dutch translation of the Corellian Times. Yes. And could you talk about your experiences with Corellian Times? Um, well, it's quite a challenge sometimes because... Uh, of course, and as you can hear, I'm not native English. Uh, so at times it is a challenge, but I've got a, a secret friend on YouTube, on <laughs> on the internet, sorry, uh, that helps me a lot with the translations. And uh, then uh, because I'm also a Dutch teacher for foreigners, uh, I've got a little, how do you say that? A little way to get around things and uh, so I can, uh, whenever a translator is not not doing its job, uh, I can just turn it grammatic grammatically better than uh, in writing than I speak right now. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking very, very well. Thank you. Um, how long does it take to do a translation of Corellian Times? Um, well, Sometimes it depends. Sometimes I've got uh, more hours in my day than uh, than uh, than you than other times. Uh, but usually, when I do the translations, I take 
two to three days max when oh. everything is set in. I take two, three, uh, two or three days to, to max to uh, to uh, translate it all with the translator on in on the internet. And um, but other times when I'm not feeling that well, then it can have a little bit of a delay. And mm. because I'm on my own with the Dutch translations, I am taking the liberty to do a shout out to our fellow Corellians who are also Dutch or maybe Belgian who yes, can indeed. speak Dutch uh, to if you have any editorial experience or whatever, uh, please come forward, contact me, contact the, the crew and we can set you up uh, to help me. Wonderful. <laughs> well, th th thank you for all that effort. And um, I'd like to kind of open up our discussion now to everyone at once, um, which will perhaps provide technical challenges, but we'll, we'll give it a shot. <laughs> and uh, I was wondering if you could talk about both how the Corellian Times benefits the Corellian community, which we have to some extent, but also the wider community and how you, how you see the Times as an agent of, um, of change and dissemination of information. I think that by just putting, when we put an article together or write an article, we are not just looking at Corellians, we are looking at pagans in the whole. Our articles speak from our pagan heart. So when we're writing on that, we're looking at pagans. We're not looking at Corellians per se, although we do. But, you know, when you're pagan, you're going for that pagan heart. And I think that anybody reading our paper, there's enough information. Um, if you just take one little section, apothecary, we list the herb, we list the magical, we list the medicinal purposes, we list a little cooking with it. So if, even if you're not pagan, you're going to be interested in the cooking and maybe the medicinal parts of it or where it comes from. I like to sometimes throw a little history in there, but that can be taken to the community, wider community. Also, when we write, we're writing factually. We're not Hollywood. Um, we love Hollywood. Don't get us wrong. I mean, they've come out with some really good witch shows here lately. I'm very excited. But by the same token, when we're writing, we're writing from real life. So when you're reading the articles, whether it's the astrology article or you're reading about the green tent or the red tent or something like that, it's very factual. It's very down to earth. It's what we do on a daily basis. So we're, I think, tearing down some of that stigma that we run around in black robes all day and, and giggle man maniacally and, you know. <laughs> herbs and cats all over our house where some of us go to mundane jobs like I'm an accountant you can't get any more mundane than that let's be honest guys so you get to see all sides of it but you also get to see the personal side the human side so I think our paper is more like it goes out there and tells people hey these people are pretty cool and they're not you know running around in black dresses and all that kind of stuff they're they're writing articles about um, planting, about doing crafts with your kids, 
um, about, sure, a tarot. That's a lot of fun. Everybody loves that. Astrology, horoscopes. We all look forward to that. But we're also writing about music. The articles on music are very intense. Um, the articles that are talking about the different groups explains more what we're doing. So I kind of see it as an ambassador for the pagan community. And then we're saying like, okay, we're going out here. This is what we really are. So you don't have to be pagan at all to read it, find some enjoyment and maybe a little bit of education. Does, does anyone else have anything they'd like to say on that subject? Or as Reverend Pam basically summed it up. I, I, th I think she did a great job of summing it up. So. Uh, my next question is, if someone wants to um, to read the Corellian Times, where do they find it? So we, when we release the Corellian Times, we release it on um, Witch School International Group. We also release it on the Corellian Membership Hub, which is a public group on Facebook. And several of us will share it out um, on our personal pages and pretty much wherever we are working on a website, um, which will be coming up sometime in the future. And we will have all of the uh, additions, all the monthly articles and everything will be archived. And then we'll also be able to have them posted there as well going forward. So that's something that we're working on as well, but um, you can find them on Facebook. There were some on daily spell, uh, that we were able to do. And I think we're looking at uploading there as well. But um, but yeah, the website will be really, really awesome once we get that going too. Very good. So now um, I would like to, um, to ask um, if someone wants to do an article for the Corellian Times, what, who would they contact? How, how would they go about doing that? All they would have to do is contact us. We have a Gmail account that's Times at gmail.com. Really easy, our name. And um, throw some ideas at us. We're always looking for different ways of growing, changing, keeping up with things, keeping up with the interests of our readers. Um, and we welcome anybody to come forward, write articles, submit papers, submit artwork, submit anything that they would like to see published, um, share their interests, share what articles we should be writing for them. So just reach out at CorellianTimes.com or at gmail.com. Very good. So is there any, anything else that, uh, that anyone would like to add to what we've already discussed? Yes, Pat. You're uh, muted. Okay, there uh, we go. Um, all I'm going to ask is, you might not think you're a writer, but it's amazing. Sometimes if you write like you speak, it comes out really understandable. Um, but anybody can write an article, and I really like to push it a little bit. Um, as a mentor, there are requirements for the, all the degrees. So I'm going to put my foot out there and ask the mentors if they wouldn't ask some of their students to write about going to which school? What did you do? What brought you here? Or even if you use it as one of your requirements and one of the projects is to write an article if they would like to be published in the paper. 
Um, nothing gives you a bigger kick than to see an article that you wrote in the paper where everybody can read it. Um, that's kind of a little high you get, but um, I'm challenging my mentors out there, my fellow mentors, um, come on, have some of your students write it. I suggest it to mine all the time. Write an article. Um, don't know what capture, you don't know who you're going to capture or what you're going to capture when you write something. Yes, indeed. So I, I want to thank everyone for joining us. And I want to encourage people to read the Corellian Times. It's a wonderful magazine. And as was stated, it can, it can be in the, ra the range of 50 pages long. So there's a lot of information, a lot of articles on a wide range of subjects. And you can find it in the places that were discussed by Reverend Mylinda. You can also, if you're watching this video, um, chances are you will find uh, Corellian Times on, on, the, on the same page that you're seeing it on. Um, not in every case, but in most of them, because we distribute to the same places. So um, we find it on Facebook, on uh, Corellian Membership Hub, which will international many other places. And um, for more information, you can write to Times at gmail.com. And thank you, everyone. Uh, this has been a pleasure. And I wish uh, everyone a good day. And if you would like to recommend subjects for future episodes of Zooming with Rev Don, uh, you can um, send them to me, Rev Don Lewis at donlewishp at aol.com. And we hope to have many more interesting shows for you. Thank you, everyone. Thank you, everyone, for being with me. Have a wonderful day.